Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode three of the Doubt Me Now podcast we talk about all things transformational, life-changing, and that comeback story. I hope this is going to become your new favourite podcast. Talk about getting yourself out of the dark, into the light. You can be whoever you want to be, but it has to start with you. And it starts today. So today I want to talk about, if you're off work with mental health issues, um, and what you do with that time. So... I didn't know it at the time, but when I first up stopped working, I thought, I'm just feeling bad, it's going to be a couple of days, I'll reset, I'll go back next week, and it didn't really happen like that, it got, um, it just dragged on, you know, and I'd go back into work here and I saw, for, the, for, the, for anyone who doesn't know, I was a self-employed mechanic, I ran my own garage and a few people working for me, um, what happened was one day I was driving to work and things had been building up and getting on top of me, and I just thought, I can't do this. And I turned the car around, drove home, climbed back into bed. I just couldn't couldn't face another day. It was just everything was getting top of me. There's a reasons for that, you know, lots of things. It could be, you know, my mismanagement or it could be people not paying with the cars or lots of things. Um and it just just got too much for me. It just you know, I'm sure many people listening will have been in that position of self employed. It's hard really hard I don't think a lot of people understand the stress it puts on you and your family I remember I used to tell them that it won't always be like this let me put a few years of hard hard work into this business and then it'll start to run itself and it didn't it didn't work like that it just got more stressful the bigger the business grew the harder things got so I took a few days off work tried to go back in and maybe last a couple hours would come back home days turned into weeks and then it become a month, and I'd be like, wow, it's been a month, I can't believe this, right, I need to get back to work, or try again. And then months, came in more months and more months, and then it had been a year, and I was still convinced myself that I'd maybe get back to work, but I think that sort of ship had sailed, and I think, looking back, I mentioned in the previous episode that I quite often live in the past, and a bit of regret, and I think it's hard for me to admit, but I think if at the start, if I would said, right, this business is causing me too much stress, this is not working for me, this isn't good for me, and I just closed the doors and I sold up and left it at that, things would have probably got a lot better for me a lot quicker, but this is the benefit of hindsight, isn't it? And looking looking back at the time, you know, I had a really nice business that I did enjoy despite all the stress. And I was determined to get back to work, you know, and I think that shows, you know, character as well, strength and mentality that I I was determined I would make it work, but it had just gotten too much. Um, But again, that's hindsight, you know, and if we had the opportunities, I'm sure there's lots of things we've changed, but we can't. So we need to accept that. However, I kept trying to go, didn't work out. Uh, as I said, days turned into weeks and weeks turned into months and then it was a year and a year and a half. Um, we're, two, we're two years now since I first stopped working. And as I said, I've had wee bits of work here and there. Um, 
And I think this is one of the biggest things that stressed me out, was not knowing when all this was going to end. When's this horrible feeling going to go away? When would I feel better? Um, and as I said before, as you, I wasn't changing anything. I wasn't doing anything. I was just lying in my bed, which, if that's where you are right now, I completely get that. You know, it's hard. It's hard. But lying in my bed, thinking these problems were going to go away on their own, or the alcohol would make them go away, I'd wake up and it would all be a dream or whatever. Nonsense story. I was telling myself at the time, you know, it wasn't getting any better. And as I said, it was maybe not knowing when this was going to be end. There's a lot of things like that, you know, in my life. And I certainly don't want to bash NHS. The staff have been great and they've helped me a lot. The things like when you get a referral for, you know, maybe mental health assistance is you don't know where you are on that list. You don't know how long the list is. You're just waiting on a letter one day. And from seeing the mental health crisis team to seeing a CPN, I was eight months. And there was a bit of miscommunication uh, within that and I didn't even know I'd been referred so I thought there was nothing I didn't think there was anything you know perhaps if I'd known right it's going to be eight months and I'm like right okay I've just got to keep myself well enough for eight months and then maybe we'll get help but if you don't know when that help is coming you're just a bit less hopeful so while things had started to improve and I was drinking less, you know, the, the gaps in my drinking had, had widened, you know, that I wasn't drinking as often and I was making efforts to get fitter. I was still having a lot of setbacks because I still didn't know what was waiting for me at the end. And I, and I suppose that's for life, we never know what's around the corner. It just doesn't make it any easier knowing that. And this is really what I wanted to, to get to here is when things really started to improve to me in my life was when I had a time limit. And let me explain a wee bit about that. So, at the start of the new year, uh, I was getting my car recovered and I was speaking to the the guy that was picking up about um, about work. And he mentioned they might have some work for me. So, I've got my, my ticket to drive these uh, larger vehicles. And I got offered a new job and they offered to buy the equipment off me as well because they, they've got a garage. So, what happened there was... I started this new job and I finally started to feel bright and hopeful again. It's a driving job, recovering vehicles. I then had a court case for an incident that happened uh, over a year previously um, and I ended up losing my licence, which meant I lost the job. Initially, this was a big hit for me again and I felt ready to just get back on the drink and I'll admit that I did have a drink when that happened um, which again didn't help it anymore it just made things worse and I thought right what what's going to happen next and my boss said that he'd keep the job for me so that was great you know for someone to do that for me I was very grateful and it was just what do I do with this six months how do I react? What This is what's going to make me. And I think knowing that I had a job waiting for me in six months, that six months is up in two weeks. Very excited. And I decided, right, I've got six months. I can sit about the house uh, sad, lonely, depressed. I can get drunk. I can make things worse. Or I can commit to six months of self-improvement. And 
in the next few episodes we'll start to talk about this because I want this podcast to be about comeback stories and this is my comeback story um, yeah six months what am I going to do with this six months and I started working really hard I joined a group called Alcohol Free Runners and I signed up to a half marathon now I'm going to admit something here is that the first half of that six months didn't go quite as planned I was still struggling, I was still having drinks here and there. I was trying, but was I putting my all into it? No. So, I ended up having a bit of an incident. We'll talk about this again in, in future episodes. Um, I actually ended up in ICU. It was quite serious. And I remember when I came out of that, I thought, right, this is going to be tough. This is going to be hard. I now had only three months to go. So I made another commit to myself. I was sick and tired. I'd been sick and tired. I'd had enough. And for those next three months, I grafted like no one else had grafted before. I just went all in on myself. And unbelievable, the transformation. I talked about this in the previous episode was like feeling like absolute shit and feeling good about yourself. It's not as far away as you think. Within a month, I was feeling great, you know? Within just a month, I mean, within two months, and now come up three months, I feel fantastic. You know, I'm not wanting to brag, because if you're listening to this and you're feeling low, I don't want to be like, oh, look at me, look how great things are, because that's not the case. I've still got a lot of work to do, which is why I'm doing this podcast. I want to share that journey with you, be inspirational. You know, I want us to do it together. I'm just saying that when I made that decision that I have had enough of suffering and put all my effort in, you know, I can't tell you how hard I went in, you know, I was exercising two, three times a day, the weight started to fall off, my health improved, my skin changed, just everything. Do I still have bad days? Yes. No denying that. We're going to have bad days. There's nothing we can do about that. But when you're in that place, you're able to deal with those bad days better. So I don't know if it makes it better, if you've got a time limit or not, but it worked for me. Deciding, right, I'm giving myself three months, you know, and you can tell yourself, I'm going to go all in for three months and if I don't feel better at the end of it, fine. I'm not encouraging you to go back to alcohol or whatever your escape is. But give yourself that three months. Go all in. You know, and I promise you, it will get better. I sometimes wonder if we were immortal, if we'd ever actually get anything done. Because I think that knowing that one day we'll die is what makes us get stuff done and make memories. And I think, you know, setting yourself that time limit could be the difference between getting yourself back on track or not. There's quite a lot of these sort of three-month courses you see and that sort of thing, or even one month or 30-day transformation. You know, give yourself 30 days. Give yourself a week if that's what it takes to get started. Going back to that whole putting your foot in the mat thing is maybe, if you're saying, right, I'm giving myself a week. And if I don't feel better at the end of the week, then fine. And then that week will lead to two weeks. And again, just like me being off work, a week leading to a month and a month leading to a year. That could be you. You know, that could be you 
improving your your life and, and changing it. So make a commitment. Set a time limit on it and go all in. I think sometimes also is that we often think about the bigger challenge, you know. Like, let's say you're deciding not to drink and people think, oh, I'm not going to drink forever. That's a big thing. That's maybe too overwhelming for us. But if you think, right, I'm not going to drink for a week or even a day. I don't know where you might be in your situation with alcohol, but I know that what I've learned with using alcohol to cope, you know, because um, I don't see alcohol as a problem. It's what you're using to to try and solve the problem doesn't work. And I don't know if you use drugs or if you use any escapism out there. We gambling or lots of we 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 all do different things. You know, you know. Right now, I'm using fitness as an escapism, and it's working a lot better than alcohol. Yeah, I forgot where I was going with that alcohol thing, but yeah, if you just if you can commit to one day, just that one day, and then that one day might lead to two days, um, and then just see where it takes you. I can't emphasize emphasize how quickly the change started to happen for me when I tried. And I know there's, there's, there's trying and there's trying. And I'm always very careful what I say because I know what it's like when you just can't get yourself out of bed. So I'm very concerned. I don't want to upset anyone with, with those comments because I know it. It's just that I hope I can inspire you to to step out of bed, you know? Depending on where you are in your sort of mental health situation, it could be, you know, maybe it's not giving up drinking for a day, maybe it's getting out of bed for an hour and then going back to bed, and then tomorrow it's an hour and a half and then two hours. I don't care how small you start. I just care that you start. I don't want anyone to suffer. I know what it's like to suffer. It's not nice, and a lot of people don't understand, and we can sit about waiting for someone to save us like I did, you know, I sat about waiting for for help from the NHS. Again, I'm not bashing the NHS. It's just that there's only so much they can do for me. Even when I get help from them, it still has to be me. It still has to be you. If I hadn't waited for that letter to come through the door and took responsibility myself, you know, and just made that, like, oh, I know it's easy to look back, but man, if I'd started earlier... It but the thing is, that doesn't matter. We need to forget that. We didn't start earlier. We start now. We start today. It's amazing what can happen in a week, in a month, in three months. So if you're making that effort, send me a message. Let me know that you've started. Tell me what you've done today. Tell me what's something that you've committed to. Write it down. You know, Write it down for yourself. Send it to me for accountability. Okay, things get better. I hate it when people say that to me, but they do. They do get better. You know, and, and now here I am recording a podcast and sharing that with people. It's, um, yeah, it's quite something. So, let's leave it at that for today. Thanks very much for listening. I hope this podcast is, you know, is um, connecting with you and inspiring you. And I hope that we can grow it. We'll grow it together. You know, we can uh, we can beat mental health as a team. Well, thanks for listening. Speak to you later. I hope you enjoyed another episode of the Down Me Now podcast. If you did, please, please do like that review button, the five-star button. 
please share it with your friends let's get this out there and we'll see you in the next episode